السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته dear my brothers in this blessed group uh, so as I, I told you now I am going to present you two another uh, examples of uh, the scenario which has been written by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, to stand as a hujja for uh, uh, against all the muslimins uh, the muslimin who uh, 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 supported uh, Abu Bakr and Umar to confiscate the Khilafat of Im- uh, from Imam Ali alayhi salam and until now they defending uh, uh, them and what has happened 1400 years ago and they will keep doing that until the time of the uh, the uh, Zuhur or the reappearance of Hadrat Imam Zaman Allah ta'ala Farajahu al-Sharif so the, the first instance which designed only by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because at that time when this uh, incident has happened, uh, even Abu Bakr and Umar didn't think that one day they will be uh, getting the khilafat at all. Uh, uh, anyhow, to, to make the matter brief and not to take a lot of your time, the first instance was in the, in the battle of uh, that is Salasil. It is known in the history of Islam of the battle of Ghazwat that is Salasil or the battle of the chains. Uh, what has happened in this battle that uh, 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 more than one tribes, they make alliance, they live in Najd from Bani Amr. Uh, they live in Najd uh, uh, in the uh, north uh, east part of Saudi Arabia. That's where the Riyadh is present now. They usually, this area was bitter enemy for the Prophet Their history is not good at all with, the, with, the, with Islam. And the Prophet said the, the, the shaitan horn will arise from, from that area. And that's where the Wahhabis came. Uh, uh, these tribes gather together and start to collect uh, uh, men and weapons uh, to, and plan to invade Al-Madinah. And they take some protection from the mountains around this this area. They fortified themselves there. So then the Prophet ﷺ knew about that. So he wanted to make a, a, a preemptive strike before they attack, he will attack them. So he prepared a small, not big army, a small army, and gives the leadership by the order of Allah to Abu Bakr. And he gave him an instruction Abu Bakr, don't return back to me until you finish them up. Don't accept a negotiation. Don't fear from their threatening. And be courageous and attack them. And you have to come finishing them. And gave, he gave them the flag. Why Abu Bakr? That's actually Abu Bakr, it was that moment he was not known as a, 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 as a big or skillful uh, uh, army commander like Khalid ibn al-Walid or Amr ibn al-As or those uh, leaders at that time. But by the order of Allah, the, the Prophet sees a scenario here. The Prophet gives the flag to Abu Bakr. Of course, Abu Bakr was shaken, but he has to lead the army and he left Medina. When he arrived and he found himself between the, these mountains and... Then the kuffar call upon him from, from the top of the mountain and uh, mountains uh, and hills. They told him, who are you? He, he told them, I am Abu Bakr, one of the companions of, uh, of the Prophet. And I, say, I am, came to you by the order of the Prophet, the Prophet to stop your rebellion, to stop 
your trial to attack the Medina. They told him, listen, you, we have a big number of fighters and a lot of equipments. We plan to attack you in Medina and we will finish Muhammad up. So it is better for you to return back to Muhammad. Otherwise, we will behead you and all your companions and you send your bodies to Al-Medina. Abu Bakr, of course, as usual, as he was in the cave, he become terrorized and he tried to negotiate with them, even though the Prophet told him, don't. But they threat him if he didn't leave immediately, they will crash him down. So he cowardly left the, the, the place and he returned back to Al-Medina. So when he returned back, the Prophet asked him what happened or you want to we want to me to tell you what has happened. So he told him, Ya Rasulullah, tell us what has happened. He told, he told him what has happened exactly. And he did. He told him, oh, Ya Abu Bakr, didn't I instruct you? I ordered you that never you retreat and don't be afraid from their threats and don't engage in negotiations. You didn't follow my orders. And then... The next day, he gave the flag to Omar. Uh, Why Omar? Also, that is from Allah because Omar was not known as a military commander between Arab or he was a, a, a brave horse. A man like Amr ibn Abdul. No, no. That's why you find them flee the battlefield in 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 Uhud and in Badr. They never killed anybody. And in in Ghazwat al Ahzab, in Ghazwat al Khandaq, they their heart was walgat al Qulub al Hanajer. Allah described them that their heart reached their throat out of fear, but still to make the Hujja upon them and upon all of us. Allah, uh, Allah ordered the Prophet to give the flag and the leadership of the, the same army to Omar. And he gave him the same instructions. He gave it to Abu Bakr and told him, don't come back to me except after you finish them up. But the same happened with Omar. When he was there, they surrounded him and they threatened him if you didn't withdrew uh, 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 immediately we will finish you up we will behead you and you return we will, are going to return your bodies to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa so he was uh, as his uh, a companion he was covered and he retreat back to the prophet to back to al-Madina all this the army keep going back and the force from the area of Najd to al-Madina it's big distance but he returned back. The Prophet asked him, what has happened? Uh, 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 he said, what has happened? Exactly the same like what happened with Abu Bakr. So the Prophet ﷺ blamed him. And he told him again, I give you instructions. You have to listen. You have to obey me. And that's another example how those people, they never obey the Prophet ﷺ. As they did with the the bay'at of Osama uh, or with the bay'at of Al-Ghadir or any uh, uh, thing in the history of Islam. They didn't listen. They didn't obey the order of the Prophet. So the Prophet repented him and blamed him. And then the, uh, the Prophet, sallallahu after that, he gave the, the, the flag, the leadership to whom? The third one, Amr ibn al-As. 
Amr ibn al-As. At least Amr ibn al-As was known that he, he has some war skills. Yes, he was covered, but he has some war skills. That's why you find him beside Muawiyah in the battle of Safin, right? So he gave him the commandership of the army. So see how Allah gives the, 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 the scenario between the two who become Khalifa and the third one who claim that he is, oh, the, 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 he is a hero between the Arabs. He is a, a, a very skillful army commander. So Amr leads the, the, the army until he reaches the area where these uh, rebels are there, these tribes are there, fortified with the mountains and the hills. And the same scenario happened. And then we find that even the skillful uh, 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 army commander who know the, the arts of the war, he uh, 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 get terrorized from their number and from their threat, and they return back with the army to Al-Madina. Al the Prophet again told them, didn't I give you instructions? Why you didn't listen? That don't come back until you find and finish them up. Allah will be with you, but you didn't listen to me. Then the Prophet ﷺ gave the flag to Amir al-Mu'mineen Ali ibn Abi Talib. Why Allah making this scenario? To send us a message here now, to show us by events, by actions, what is the difference? Where is the superiority? Where is the, 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 the support of Allah will come? The so support will not from Allah didn't come to Abu Bakr, not to Umar, not to Amr. But come to Amir al-Mu'mineen who led as a small army compared to the army of the uh, enemy. And when he arrived, they told him, who are you? He told them, I am Ali ibn Abi Talib, the cousin of, uh, of Muhammad and his son-in-law. They told him, return back, otherwise we will crush you and your army uh, 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 down and we will be hit, all of you. And... So Imam Ali السلام, didn't retreat. He followed the order of the Prophet. But he came nearby. And then he make a very smart uh, military uh, uh, plan. And he start uh, what they called it the, 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 the sudden uh, uh, war. Uh, or the, the German used to, used to call it Blitzbrig or something like that. In Arabic, they called it Al-Harb Al-Khatifa, the sudden war, the, the sudden uh, 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 attack. So the uh, Imam Ali السلام, told his companions, just, just be ready, when I will give you the order, we will attack. So the army didn't believe it, or really we are going to attack. He told them, there, yes. So they, they camp, and by before the Fajr, before the sun, uh, the, the dawn by one hour Imam Ali woke all of them up and they pray Salatul Fajr in advanced and that is allowed in certain, under certain circumstances you, are, you can pray Salatul Fajr half an hour or even one hour before its time but under certain circumstances only so they pray Salatul Fajr and they prepare themselves and then suddenly they attack the enemy and the victory of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was with them and they destroyed the enemy and they win the battle and the Amir al-Mu'mineen tied them, all of them with chains and brought them all the way back from uh, Naj to Al-Madina uh, uh, Al that's why they called it 
the battle of that salasil, that chains, because Imam Ali alayhi salam bring them tied in chains. And regarding this battle, كم سورة والعاديات ضبحة فالموريات قطحة فالمغيرات صبحة فأثرن به نقعة فوسطن به جمعة إن الإنسان لربه لكنود وإنه على ذلك لشهيد وإنه لحب الخير لشديد To the end of the ayat All these ayat come or revealed regarding this battle That's why when Imam Ali came back before he arrived to Al-Madina, the Prophet knew from Jibreel what has happened and the Prophet rushed outside the Medina to welcome Imam Ali and he told him, if I didn't fear that those people will worship you like the Christian worship Jesus, I will say regarding you some words which will make them take the the, the sands from under your feet and make it a baraka on their heads. That is the first instance. Also, scenario written by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to expose all those people, especially Abu Bakr and Umar. Even though at that time, nobody in the Muslim think that those people could be a, 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 a successor of the Prophet or Khulafa. The second example comes with the story of this Thadiyya. This Thadiyya, that, that was a person who he was, he considered to be the father of the Khawarij, the father of uh, uh, all these descendants, Isis and the Salafis, and he was the father of the Khawarij. They called him this Thadiyya. That person, one time after one of uh, the battle of the Prophet, the Prophet was uh, distributing the spoil of war. He came to the Prophet وسلم, and, he he, and he told him, Oh Muhammad, be fair, be just in distributing the spoil of war. Then the Prophet turned to him, he told him, uh, uh, Woe to you, Al-Waylulak, Waihak. If, if I am not just and fair, who will then be just and fair? The guy left. The Prophet وسلم, turned to his companions and they told him, from the progeny of those men will come the khawarij, those uh, uh, who come out of the deen, al-mariqa. Uh, uh, the Prophet told them that from the descendant of this guy will come the mariqa. Those people who looks like religious, but they go through out of the of the of Islam of the Deen, like the arrow come out of the bow. Then the Prophet وسلم, uh, asked Abu Bakr again, scenario by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, told him, Ya Abu Bakr, follow this man, and when you will find him, kill him, and come back to me. He said, okay, Ya Rasulullah. He left. After some times, Abu Bakr returned back. Hey, Abu Bakr, did you kill him? He said, no, Ya Rasulullah. Why you didn't kill him? He told him, because I, when I, I come to, I, I found him and I am about to, to kill him, I found him standing in salah, performing salah, and I, I, I can't kill somebody who is in salah, Ya Rasulullah. The Prophet told him, Ya Abu Bakr, I told you to obey my order. You have to obey my order. Okay, Umar, go Follow him, and when you find him, kill him. Then Omar told him, okay, Ya Rasulullah. He left, and then after some times, he come back. Hey, Omar, did you kill him? He said, no, Ya Rasulullah. Why, Ya Omar? Why you didn't kill him? He told him, Ya Rasulullah, when I arrived and found him, he was in sujood. I can't uh, kill somebody while he is in sujood. 
Then the Prophet told him, but yeah, Umar, I told you, I am the Prophet. I give you the order to kill him. Okay, now, Ya Ali, take the sword and go after the man and kill him. So Imam Ali, alayhi salam, take the sword and go after the man. And after a while, Imam Ali, alayhi salam, returned back. The Prophet told him, Ya Ali, did you kill him? The Imam Ali told him, no, Ya Rasulullah, I didn't kill him. Why, Ali, you didn't kill him? He told him, Ya Rasulullah, because I didn't find him. He left. I didn't find him. I look for him everywhere. I, did, I can't find him. Then the Prophet ﷺ told him, uh, told the Imam Ali, Ya Ali, you are going to meet him later on during your Khilafat. And he will lead a group of people the, 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 from the Mariqa, from the Khawarij. You will meet him in the battle beside the river, beside the Nahr, and you will kill him. At that battle. And yes, the years come and gone. And yes, the Khawarij appear under the leadership of this Thadiyya. And the battle of Nahrawan took place. And Imam Ali told the, his companions after the battle, go and look for this Thadiyya between the dead, uh, 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 the dead bodies of the enemy, of the Khawarij. So they keep looking, they keep looking. They come and they tell them, yeah, yeah, Amir al-Mu'mineen, we didn't find uh, this sadiyya between the dead bodies. Then Imam Ali told them, Wallahi, ma kazabtu wa ma kuziba alay. I swear by Allah that the, never, that the Prophet never lied to me and I will I never uh, lie to, to you. Definitely he will be there. Let me go and look by myself. He went to look and search for the dead bodies of the enemy until he found him. Why they called him this Thadiyya? Because he has in, in his arm bit uh, a, a, a bulge with a nibble like a, a third uh, breast. That's why they called him this Thadiyya. Thadi in Arabic, that is the breast uh, uh, of male or female. So he has something like a breast in his arm a bit. Then the, the Imam Ali take his body and told him that is that is the promise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Allah make it now real. So that that second event show clearly how uh, uh, that scenario written by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send us a message to know what is the difference between uh, Ali alayhi salam, Amir al-Mu'mineen, and between those fake Khalifa, Abu Bakr and Umar, and these fake Sahaba, Khalid and Amr ibn al-As, and all those uh, people. No, they are not even equal. The, the, the proof that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam make Abu Bakr and Umar in the army led by Usama ibn Zayd ibn Harissa. He was a young man, 16 years old. He make him an emir on them. He make him them a leader. And include in this army Abu Bakr and Umar and Uthman and Khalid and uh, Amr ibn al-As. All of those were just soldiers under the commandership of Osama ibn Zayd. That's why they, they didn't want, they feel humiliated. Why the Prophet do, uh, did that? To send us a message that those people, their rank is low, their iman is very weak. Even Usama ibn Zayd is, has a better iman and better quality than them. You see, 
but he never make Imam Ali under the, the, the commandership of Osama or anybody else. Didn't that send, send us a message? Of course, absolutely, not only for us, for every generation, no, from the generation of the Prophet until the reappearance of Hadrat Imam al-Zaman, Ajjalallahu ta'ala, Farajahu al-Sharif. It sent us a message regarding this, that scenario, it was not a mistake or anything, that scenario written by Allah, uh, subhanahu wa ta'ala, to make it a hujjah upon our, our self and upon all the, the, the generations who deserve, who is the real wasi of the uh, uh, Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So that happened even at that time, those people, they never even dreamed that they will be, uh, uh, they will take the Khilafah or that their conspiracy will succeed or anything. But at, at the end, Allah, their, their conspiracy succeeded and uh, they confiscate the Khilafah, but on the same time, Allah sent it to us all this message. Of course, don't come to me and say, did the Sunni mention that? Who care for the Sunnis? Who care for their garbage? All what they wrote down is garbage. Look at the history from our own Mu'mineen historians. Our own Mu'mineen historians, we have many books, many books from the Shia historians, from the Ruwayat of Ahlul Bayt salam, which give you the true account of all these events. So don't look uh, for the authenticity of what I, I am telling you from the Sunni book. Look at them from the Shia books. Thank you. I'm sorry I take a lot of time, but just I want to shed some light of this issue because uh, it is uh, it is important issue, and I want you to carry this uh, uh, knowledge and uh, this knowledge and these stories to other mu'minin, other mu'minat, and to your children, especially to your children, so this is strengthen their their belief, their aqidah, and don't just grow up a Shia because their parents were Shia or something by inheritance. No, we want to a true followers of Muhammad and al-Muhammad who believe, believe based on facts of history, based on logic, based on uh, the reality of what has happened. That's what we need exactly. Thank you, my dear brothers. And I am sorry for the long message. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.